Jake Gensel's future. What should the Penguins do? Keep him or trade him? Every Pittsburgh sports fan should have an opinion on this. 412-928-9370. So we'll open up the phone lines for our show for the first time on this topic. Keep him or trade him, Mulsey. Go. Keep him. Easy. Uh, you have, for as long as Sidney Crosby uh, is playing at the level that he is playing, and he is a big reason why a lot of their numbers, like five on five and all that, look good. Like they look like a pretty good hockey team. Uh, you have to at least consider yourself, whether it's realistic or not, like you're not a favorite for the cup, but you have to consider yourself at least a team with a realistic puncher's chance to go far in the playoffs. And so I keep Jake Gensel because if you punt, if you if you send him off because you don't think you can re-sign him and you trade him, your second leading scorer, a guy who has always, despite his diminutive size, done a very important thing in hockey, score diminutive goals. Diminutive teddies. Yes, diminutive teddies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew you were going to say it. I was just going to, I was saying it because I you knew. You know diminutive Teddy joke? Do you get it? No, he doesn't. I think we're just going to explain it to him right now. Zangrilli on pre and post game, for, on the Pirates pregame, would often come up with very ridiculous names on purpose for yeah, their opponent. I know that much. The Baby Bears, the diminutive Teddies for the Cubs, the Friars, the Monsignors for the Padres, things like that. The Pale Hose, if they were playing the White Sox, mm-hmm. I'm sure he did that. So, yes, we like to have some. Uh, the Beer Makers. The Beer Makers, oh, of course, yes. Uh, so we like to have some fun with those. And Giannotti, when he was here, would have some fun with those as well. Gensel does something that is very valuable, though, especially for a team that even though I know these numbers are skewed, I'm not going to get down the rabbit hole. They're third in goals allowed, and they're 27th, I want to say, in goals uh, scored this year as a team. They've only played 46 games. Only the Oilers have played fewer games. I know that that skews it a little bit, but their problem this year has been scoring goals, not preventing them. That's your second best goal scorer. If you trade him because you think you can't get a deal done, you are punting on this season, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not. You're saying we can't, we're not going to win this year because we're trading a guy and we're not going to get anybody back for him that's going to replicate what he can do. So I keep him because you got to take bites at the apple while Sidney Crosby is still doing Sidney Crosby things. And you know what? If that means that at the end of this season, Jake Gensel walks because somebody, say he scores 40 goals plus, right? If he walks because somebody says you just, you're, we're banking on you. Like, we believe you will continue to produce in, well into your 30s, and you score goals, and that's valuable. So be it. Who gives a rat's ass? Like, so what if you get nothing in return for him? I've seen most of the debate about this framed one of two ways. You either keep him because you're going to sign him, or you trade him because you think you can't. And for me, there is a clear third option. You are a team trying desperately to cling to the notion that you can win now because that's what you should be doing as long as 87's doing what he's doing. You keep him. And then come what may in the offseason. Worst case scenario, he walks. You have six extra million dollars under the cap. You go try to find some pieces that might put together a reasonable Gensel facsimile. But this is, I've seen the debates. I saw one of Ron's, I think, last ever regular columns is can see both sides of the Jake Gensel trade debate to trade or not to trade. This is easy. Keep him and worry about tomorrow when tomorrow gets here. Donnie, is that how you feel? You're going to have a show this weekend I'm excited for. What day is that on? Or Friday night. Friday and Sunday Friday night show. The Penguins play Friday night against Minnesota. Maybe a nice pregame conversation for you will be about this uh, very uh, issue. Where do you come down on it? Is is it as black and white as Malsey just laid it out for Donnie football? I I, I think you absolutely keep him. Um, And I I know that for as long as Sidney Crosby is playing at the level that he is, like Chris just said, you have to try to keep things together. I mean, I think if you if they trade someone like Jake Gensel, not only are you punting on the season, you are pretty close to punting on 
everything you have right now. I mean, because Crosby, yeah, he's playing like somebody at 36 years old. He has no business playing like. I mean, Evgeny Malkin not having a bad year either at 37. But they are the oldest team in the league, and this is the only guy on their team that's actually good, like skater-wise, forward-wise, that is under the age of 30. I know he's 29, so it's not like he's far away from that. I feel like he has to be someone they kind of circle as a long-term future guy for okay, them. Okay, so two because different things from you really guys, nobody... though. Okay, so Chris said ride it out for the rest of the year, and if he leaves, fine. It sounds like you're more saying work like crazy to get a deal done with him to stay here before the trade deadline. I think that's what they should do. I mean, he's done nothing but produce ever since he's been here. They have They have hit on very few guys – that they've actually had come through their own system, he's one of them. I will I will say this, not so much for the argument of, of that I'm making, the argument to keep them long-term. We have seen it written and talked about by players, by writers, how difficult it is to be Crosby's winger, one of Crosby's two wingers. It just takes a different level of, of cerebral uh, play. Mm-hmm. Gensel is probably the best combination they have ever had of guy who has natural goal-scoring and finishing ability, not like a, glor- like a Dupuy. Who, who played a t- with him long-term. I mean, if Hosa had stayed here, sure, and Hosa not would have. Left. Yes, Hosa would have been the best one. But in terms of guys who have spent years on Crosby's wing, yeah, he's the best one. I would agree with that. Like Dupuis was a role player who clearly figured out how to do it, and that was the whole bit with Crosby. You would always surround him with these role players. I don't want to shortchange Kunitz, but I think that Gensel's a little bit better. No, than him. I mean different kind of player. But yeah, I know you get what I'm saying I here. Gensel is a 40 goal scoring star level guy who has also proven he can play with Sid. Okay, so to Donnie's w- point, that's why you would try to keep him long term. Oh. But I, I guess I just want to be very clear here. They might suck next year. Even if Crosby's good, they might suck. That's how the team has kind of looked for a lot of this year. And last year. You tried been to, mediocre try for a to year do and this a half. now. You've got games oh. in hand such that you, if you win some games in a row here, you'll be back in the playoff oh. picture. This is your okay, shot. Okay, so I just want to go back to Donnie here. So if he wants seven years, $70 million, you give it to him. I'd pay the guy. So that's the going. That's, that seems to be the going right here. What's the rumor? He turned down? Uh, Six and 50. Right, so it's eight and a half or so. So seven and seventy, would you do that? I wouldn't, but I don't. I don't really care. Like I just want him for this year. Okay, try to make the All playoffs right, so, and then so, screw but it. But I'm trying to get the nuance of your points, though. So you guys are a little bit different. You want to just play it out this year with him and see what happens. Yeah, and if me, he leaves in free agency, fine. Donnie said you got to make a deal. You got to make him it, here yeah. long term. You got to make right him a now. penguin for the basically his last big uh, contract has to be with the penguins. You know who? You know the power of his rhetoric got me on this. Donnie. No, Starkey. <laughs> old. Unbelievable. On the on the showdown, he said, make a hockey trade. And I'm like, okay, good luck with that. That's hard to do. A team literally did that on Friday. I would have made the trade uh, that Vancouver made with Calgary. I would make a trade like that for Gensel in case people missed it or don't know the terms of it. Lindholm, who's a center, got traded. Mm-hmm who's the same age as Gensel in the last year of his contract, different kind of player, but same age, rental, got traded from Calgary to Vancouver. Here's what Calgary got back. They got two prospects who are middling prospects, Mm -hmm. whatever. They got a first-round pick, and they got a guy who scored 39 goals last year, who's gotten buried by Tockett for whatever reason. He's in his doghouse. 
with another year on his contract making $5 million. Um, Kuzmenko. Kuzmenko. Kuzmenko is his name, exactly. Andre Kuzmenko. He scored 39 last year. He's playing on Calgary's top line right now. That's the type of deal where if you make it, it's like we may, we might have the best of both worlds. We might have the cake and we might be eating it too. And there's nothing that says unless the team Gensel gets traded to immediately brokers a long-term deal with him while the season is going on, you'll have your shot at him when free agency gets here in July to bring him back. So I kind of like that. That's my favorite option. It's a little bit more complicated. There are more moving parts for sure. But you made it sound like it's black and white. If I think there's a way to trade him and not punt on the season. You wouldn't be getting the best player back, but you might be able to keep hope alive for this year while at the same time helping your team out down the road. Try to thread that needle. That's why you're paying Kyle Dubas all this money. He's supposed to be the best GM in hockey. He's so smart. He made the contracts work for the Carlson trade. I never thought he'd be able to dump all that money in that deal. That was one of those made-up trades that callers give us. Hey, here's an idea. Let's trade for he the Norris that. Trophy winner. Sure. Give up all our bad players for he their did best that. He player. Was able to he, do that for one re- he was able to do that for one reason and one reason only. There was only one team Eric Carlson wanted to be dealt to, and he had the power to control that he got dealt to that team. If Eric Carlson was willing to play for the Carolina Hurricanes, right that. that would have been a I, different proposition. I agree with you on that. So I'm not going to get – my point is, in, in classic grumpy, mulsy fashion, I am not going to give Kyle Dubas an A-plus for a trade where literally the guy they traded for only wanted to come So here. you wouldn't make a hockey trade like that then? I wouldn't – you know what I think is the problem? Your, your way here is going to be by far the most popular with our callers. I can almost guarantee it. You know why? That's if callers want to chime in on this. We haven't done you know a why? big hockey topic in a while. Let's see if we get Do you want to know why this, this is going to be popular with them? Because you're presenting the side where the Penguins have the potential to win twice. I'm presenting the realistic side. You ride it out, see what How happens. How is my idea unrealistic? It happened in the NHL just a few days ago. Okay. I'm not citing something that happened in 1992. I'm giving did you Joe something have, that happened February 3rd. Did Joe 3rd. have people in mind that he would want to trade for? No. Do you have people in mind? Not really. 